With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Recorded live. Hi, Miss June. Are you on the line? Hey, I'm here. Awesome. How are you doing today? I'm doing wonderful. How about yourself? Oh, I am well. And since it's 12 on the dot, without any delay, we're going to go ahead and get started. So with that said in mind, hello, everyone. You're listening to the CWBN Network Show. This is a show that inspires and empowers visionaries to walk in their God-given gifts, plus receive tips and resources. It's time to walk in purpose, and I'm your host, Victoria Sheffield, business coach and founder of Christian Women's Business Network. I'm here to help you birth your baby. Today, I have a dynamic show planned. I have a special guest that specializes in grant writing. Her name is June Hill. And before I bring her on, I want to read her bio. June Hill started working with nonprofit organizations in 2005. She received her bachelor's degree in public administration from Florida State University. Her passion for the underdog has led her to champion several nonprofit causes, which she is passionate about, including mental health, the environment, education, and women's health. June facilitates online workshops and teaches classes on grant writing for the I Am a Grant Writer series all over the United States. She has also lectured on event small business funding, fundraising, and managing government funding contracts. June's professional proposal writing has helped raise well over $1 million for various organizations all over the United States. June has currently authored a book titled Grant Writing 101, the subtitle being How to Find Funding for Your Nonprofit or For-Profit. So at this time, I want to officially welcome you, June, to the show. Hey, I'm excited to be here to discuss grant writing. Awesome. I am very excited to have you here. I have been anticipating on this since I am a nonprofit myself. I absolutely want to hear everything that you have to say. So we're going to go ahead and dig right into your interview. I have a few questions I want to ask you, but the first question that I want to ask you is, how hard is it to find funding? It's not hard at all. I think the biggest thing is you should come up with how much you need to get to the goal you want. So before you try to figure out how hard it is to get funding for your nonprofit or your business, you should come up with a budget. And this is the minimum you would need to start your business or your nonprofit or your ministry, you know, to be able to pay yourself, 
to be able to provide the services and to be able to get a building or whatever you're trying to get in that first year. And once you compile a budget, then you go from there. You start fundraising. Um, you start fundraising if you are a nonprofit, you do sponsors. If you're a nonprofit or a for-profit, you do sponsors. Sponsorship letters to Bank of America, Wells Fargo, the local public, and also you create a wish list, even if you're a for-profit business or a non-profit business. You create a wish list of, of material things that you need, whether it's bands or, you know, some socks or whatever you're, whatever you're trying to give to the community, stuff that if, you, if they couldn't give you money, they can give you this instead. And anybody can get sponsored if you're a for-profit or non-profit, so you call the Bank of America Public and you ask for asking to donate these things to your event or your business, and you go from there. And then once you start fundraising and doing sponsorship letters, you see what grants are available in the area. But grants could take six months to a year for you to receive, so you want to definitely start fundraising and doing sponsors because you want to bring in money while you're waiting on that, you know, grant to come in. Wow, wow. Now that's some valuable information because I've been, like, in the nonprofit sector since about 2009, and I did know about the um, donor solicitation letters, but some of the places that you mentioned, um, I knew about Publix now because I usually do them every year. In fact, it's about time for me to send them another letter. But some of the other places, I had no idea you could actually send them um, just a letter. So that's interesting. Okay. Okay. Now, the next thing I want to ask you is how is how – how is it to be how hard is it to be approved for funding? It's not hard to be approved for funding. Um just to go back a, a little bit about the fundraising piece. Um you also when when you're doing I know you suggested public, but you can give out more than one letter public is every four to six weeks you can send out a letter for um for your event. So it's it it doesn't stop at public. You got Marco's pizza, you got all types of people that donate things. You got Bath and Body Works, they donate uh, personal stuff. You have Walmart, they donate things. Home Depot, if you need something built, they'll donate things for um, for your nonprofit as well. So as a nonprofit, that's why you create that wish list because you may be able to get those things just by walking around with a letter and building a relationship, a report. So I'm sorry. Wow. Yes. Wow. Honey, you just said a mouth word, a, a, a mouth full of words to me because I'm telling you, I've been dealing with public so while, and I had no idea. I think that's due to the fact that sometimes you talk with certain representatives on the phone, and they really don't have the proper information to tell you. So I've been actually reaching out to them once a year. So I'm so glad that you shed some light to that. Okay, yeah. now this, the next thing, June, that, that I wanted to ask you is, are there any grants available for people that are not state registered? Because a lot of people, you know, they want to, you know, be registered as a nonprofit, but a lot of them are having trouble with coming up with the money or, you know, their paperwork is not in place and the IRS sort of rejects it. So is there any funding out there? I think churches have a better chance of getting certain types of donations, but just for um, someone that says, well, I'm starting an organization or I have a business, would they have any chance of getting any funding anywhere? Yes. Um they also can get some. When you do a event for your business and you're doing a grant opening, you also can ask for 
donors and sponsors for that too. And you know, you may have to put their logo on um on a backdrop or something like that, but they'll donate to your grand opening and then also when you when you're a small business you look at the county level, the state level level and the federal level. So on the county level you will go whatever county you're in, the cab, Burnett, whatever county you're in, you'll go to that county website. Most of the time it's connected to where you pay your light bill or pay your taxes. Go to that county website and they'll be able to tell you what what type of funding they have in the area for small businesses. So most of the time they have HUD zones. HUD zones is pretty much if your business is located in an area that needs revising, they will give you funding for your signage, uh, for your building, to paint the building, and um, even to redo to um, do your build out for the inside. So that can be a good amount of starting if you're a small business and you just got this building and you got to put money into it. And they, that could be anywhere from five dollars to $10,000 all the way up to twenty or $30,000. So you can find that at your, at your county level. On a state level, you'll just go to the state website, follow sba.gov, I think it's .gov or .org, and you go on there and you type in whatever city you're from, and they'll be able to lead you in the way with some grants too. You also can go to grants.gov. Grants.gov is a pool of free grants that you apply for on the federal level. And and you also can be a small business and apply for federal grants. You may have to partner with a nonprofit or um, have a referral system where you're referring your clients to a nonprofit, but you still can get funded for your business. Also, outside of of those, you have private grants. You have Bank of America, Wells Fargo, or FedEx. I know FedEx is doing a grant now. Um, also, UPS, they'll have like a um, start a business plan where you can do a business plan. You can provide a business plan or something of that nature or maybe have so many likes and they'll send you to the next level and they'll award you, you know, a small amount. You, when you go for private grants, they'll give you five to maybe $10,000 for, for your small business. But that's not, um, that's not enough money to start your business. Wow. Wow. But it's some money to start with. So which so if you go if you think about the donors, if you get sponsors for your grant opening, if you go to the HUD zone and they give you money to fix your building and then also you may find a five or ten thousand dollar grant out there for private for private businesses, for small businesses in the area, you're looking at about twenty thousand dollars to open your business. It may not wow. be in the area that you want, it may not be in the area that you want, maybe in the area that needs to be revised, but it's still a good start for you to start your business. You can start somewhere. Wow. Wow. Now, that that's amazing. That's some very, very interesting information because I'm sure that there are tons of people that would want to know that even though, you know, they don't have a nonprofit, that there is a way to receive some type of help and hope for funding for their business. And I want to ask you a question. It just sort of took my mind all the way back to when I first got state registered. Would you advise people, since you are a grant writer, to actually try to write their own grants? Because I know a lot of people do this. I've even tried to do it myself. Notice I said tried. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you what can you say about that? I say everybody should try because um even if you're a non profit or a for profit business, you can't you can't find the funds that you can't you can't fund someone working an eight-hour shift in your nonprofit or your for-profit just writing grants. So you need to know how to do it. And you need to know sometimes people get grants and then the deadline come up and they don't renew the grant, and then now they lost out on the grant going into another year. So it's very important that 
you do, if you don't know grant writing, you do try to learn some components of it because somebody can write you a grant, but you may not want to do what they wrote. And then if you don't do it, then you, you know, that's a federal charge, or depending on where you get the grant. Wow. You just said something, too. Because I know, you know, people who have received grants and, you know, if these people give people funding, they really expect, you know, organizations to do what they've said that they're going to do with the money. So that that's an area to shed some light, too. One, that there are deadlines on grant applications. And two, for people that receive funding now, if the person actually does not do what they're supposed to do with the money, you know, they could be faced with some problems. <laughs> right. And also, I know with my grant writing class, um, my grant writing one-on-one book is five chapters. So I have a webisode that's five, um, five different classes. So the first class is to talk about sponsorship letters and fundraising and how to write your fundraising sponsorship letters so you can get, you know, things donated to you. But the next four chapters, you pretty much can bring a grant with you, and we go over each chapter, and you can write the grant while we're going over the tra- chapter. Wow. Of the five series, I'll provide a consultation, a free consultation. We can go and review it together, and I guarantee you once you submit it, you'll be, you, you'll be able to get the grant if, you know, if they don't have any funding or something else happens, but you'll be able to start writing your own grant. It's not that hard. Grant writers more paying attention to what they're asking for. So long, if you're good with following directions, then you can submit a grant. And then sometimes it don't have anything to do with your writing skills. It may be by the time they got to your application, you know, there was out of funds. You have to remember these are hourly workers looking over your grant. And, and you know, in this day and time, people just don't have as much, you know, care as before. So mm-hmm. it could not have anything to do with your writing skills. It could have everything to do with the place you're getting a grant for. So you have to keep it going, keep constantly write, you know, several grants, four or five mm-hmm. or seven until you get it right. And then once you get it right, you can always take from that grant that you got awarded the money and go and do different things with it. Because you may write a grant for equipment, you may write a grant for, you know, employees, you may write a grant for different things. So I wouldn't be so hard on myself. I would just keep moving. Absolutely. I'm so glad, June, that you touched on that. Because I noticed with the experience that I have had, is that they are looking for specific things, you know, as far as the paperwork. You know, if if they're asking, um, if they're trying to give money for certain things and then people are actually writing grants and are including all of this information, that's irrelevant. That could definitely be like a total, total waste of time. And so I have another question And pretty much this is the last question because I really don't want you to give out too much of your information. I know how it is when you've written a book and you're giving um, workshops. You don't want to share too much, but you you do want to be a blessing to anyone that's listening. You've got people, including myself, that have gone online now and did a few searches on Google or wherever and found tons of information there. Okay, so for anyone doing that, how can they tell if a website is a safe and secure website, if this is actually a real legitimate website, or if this is a website that's (laughs) scam-free? Because a lot of these um, 
organizations ask for certain information like your tax ID number and stuff like that. And, you know, people need to know because there are tons of scams out here online. So how can people avoid that? Um, make sure that the website that you're that you are giving your information to is a legitimate if it's a company, make sure it's a legitimate company like the T J Maxx, the folks you know that they that's their company. When you put in grants right in or grants in the area, don't pick the first two or three of them. So throw mm-hmm. down maybe the fifth or sixth one. And then if they charge you money to be a part of it, you don't want to have to pay for anything. If the government is giving you a grant, they're not gonna have you pay just to get on the website, you know, to get the grant when it's free information. They're not gonna do that. So I would check and see if they're trying to get me to pay for something. I would I would definitely go down to the fifth or sixth one. And then also you can contact the grant writer. Um, I sell lists in the grants myself. Um, and just pretty much just make sure, just double check. You can, when you go to a website, just look up, look up the company. Um, most of the time people who are listing grants, and it's free. They'll, they'll be, you know, there's SBA, Small Business Administration, that's in any city. So, you know, grants.gov, you apply for the grants on grants.gov. You have to tell you, get a dust number, get a sound number, this is free, this, that is free. So if it's not a site that things are free, you know that's a red flag right there, that that's, that's not the site you should be on. Wow, wow, wow. And so I want to add a little nugget to that, too, if I may, to definitely advise people to go to people's official websites. Because I noticed with some people, they have gone so far with this scam stuff online to actually try to mimic other people's websites. In fact, me and my sister was just talking about that the other day, and I think that that's just a shame that people have gone that far, <laughs> but they they absolutely will. And I want to ask you now, did I hear you say that you actually sell a list? Yes, I sell a list in a 2017 grant for $19.99. You can email me at IamAGrantWriter at gmail.com. And okay. later, later on today, my website will be up, IamAGrantWriter.org. So you can oh, wow. click on it, and you get an e-listing of the book as soon as you pay your money. So you can get it. And it's only $20, so $19.99. Okay, so, okay, so, so that's basically the list, but that's not the book. I just want to clarify that. <laughs> yes. Yes, it's a list in the 2017 grant. Also, how you can oh, wow. to um, sponsors like Bath and Body Works, the public, the things like that, the contact information, um, the online website, places that you can directly put in the link and get straight to it. Okay. So you you know what I'm thinking. Okay, should I get the list or the book? <laughs> or both? <laughs> so you can get the list. Um, separately or the book, and then I have a grant. I am a grant writer kit, and then it's a box, and you open it up. You oh, have the book, yeah. you have the listing, you have a planner. The planner has a fiscal year when it starts, when it stops. So some grants come out every um, season. So you want to know, you know, when to start looking for a back to school grants. A lot of school grants and after school programs. After school program grants are ending now, May, you know, April, because they want you to have the money by the summertime. So it's a lot of deadlines in the planner. Um, give you a kind of, you know, look out for this around this time and stuff like that, the fiscal year, things of that nature. So you get a planner, a pen, the book, the listing, and it's all for $50 if you get the kit. Oh, wow. That is just totally, totally amazing, amazing, amazing. I want to ask you something to do to – 
I am planning on doing a seminar here in Metro Atlanta sometime in the near future. Is that something that you do as far as like if I did a workshop, could I include you to come in and offer what you do? And as far as the details, we can discuss that later. Yes. Yes, I do speak awesome. engagements also. Awesome. Yeah. awesome. Yeah, I do speak engagements also, um, evenings for church ministries and stuff like that. I'll mm-hmm. talk to church ministries about how to get, you know, get their nonprofit off the ground and get wow. what they need for their church. Around Christmas time, Thanksgiving, I do my own sponsorships and fundraisers, so you definitely mm-hmm. can get in contact with me. Wow. You are awesome, awesome, and amazing at the same time. Okay, so you share with people how they can, can connect with you via website. Now, if anyone wants to connect with you on social media, could you share with anyone listening how they can do that? Yes, you can find me at June Hill or I have a grant writer fan page on Facebook. Also, you can call me at 470-331-6662. Amazing, amazing, amazing. I want to at this time thank you so much for being a guest because you took the time out of your busy schedule of grant writing, and for that, I don't take that light. So that was some very, very valuable information given, and June, I want to just thank you again. I'm going to be contacting you real soon, and We're going to be ending the show soon, but for anyone listening, I encourage all to purchase her book on Amazon or visit the CWBN Network's page on Facebook. Her book details are there. Now, she's already given us a free on-air mini-workshop, but her book shares much more, and she saves the hassle and time of wondering if opportunities are legit or real. So don't forget to visit us on Facebook. The sponsors for today's show will be posted there also. Remember that as a business coach, publisher, and network marketer, me and my team are a one-stop shop for marketing, branding, promotion, business startup, and media exposure. If you are in need of any of my services that also include press releases, let us know. Let us know if you'd like the chance to start your own show on our network. Please send all inquiries to SheffieldVictoria39 at gmail.com, and that's S-H-E-F-F-I-E-L-D-V-I-C-T-O-R-I-A-39 at gmail.com. Now, tune in the same day and time, April the 5th, as Denise Godfrey talks about her new book release. Now, you all have a blessed and prosperous day, and remember that your baby is leaping. It's time to push. So goodbye, everyone. June, you take care also. We'll be connecting you soon. Okay. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye-bye.
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.